Hey friends, welcome back for another week. I hope that you are enjoying the podcast episode lineup so far. If so, would you do me a huge favor right now? Hit pause on this episode and go leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. This helps way more high-risk pregnancy moms and interested birth workers to find the Happy High-Risk Pregnancy Podcast each week. Okay, did you do it? Or have you already left a review before? Thank you so much. You're the best. Okay, now today we are going to be talking all about self-care during your high-risk pregnancy. The reality is that this is one area of your pregnancy that you just have to watch out for yourself. Your OB and your MFM deal with high-risk pregnancies all day long. For them, it's nothing. It's just another day at the office. So you cannot wait for one of your providers or even someone else in your life to validate the difficulty of this season for you. You've got to take the initiative to do it yourself, and today we're going to talk about some specific, easy self-care things you can do this week to care for yourself and your precious little baby. Let's go. Welcome to the Happy High-Risk Pregnancy Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Zuo. I'm so glad to have you here, Mama, and I hope that this podcast can be a huge source of education, encouragement, and empowerment on your high-risk pregnancy journey. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, friends. So I am not going to get into all the nitty-gritty research behind a stress and pregnancy. But we all know pretty conclusively so far that excessive amounts of stress during anyone's pregnancy can be harmful for both mom and baby. And of course, high-risk pregnancies are often inherently stressful, not to mention even adding in any extra relational, work, life, or familial stressors too. It can be a lot. (laughs) So what's a high-risk pregnancy mama to do? Before you start panicking or beating yourself up for feeling stressed sometimes, there, are some, there is some very good news from the research. As long as you have some times of relative calm and relaxation where your mind and nervous system comes back to a relative baseline, you can actually mitigate most if not all of the negative effects that stress can have on your body and your baby during pregnancy. Woohoo! Such good news, right? So enter the regular practice of self-care during a high-risk pregnancy. It truly is good medicine for both you and your baby. All right, so what are some things that you can actually do that are simple, easy, easy to do consistently so you can build good habits, and even potentially free, right? So we love not having to buy things or having to go places to do things. We're going to get into that now with five easy things that you could do. Number one, have regular downtime that you schedule and prioritize. I cannot emphasize this enough because 
you are already dealing with the burden of all the extra tests and appointments, uh, going to your MFM, going to your OB, going for ultrasounds, non-stress tests, all of the above, even throwing some blood work. It's a lot, right? And then if you have any sort of specialty care for you or your baby, you could be going to potentially three to five appointments a week near the end of your pregnancy. So it is so important to just schedule and feel guilt-free about taking some calm downtime to just relax during your week and to have no agenda because the rest of your week is pretty busy and filled with high-risk pregnancy hustle, right? Number two, do things that you love to calm and regulate your nervous system. Now, this is going to look totally different for everyone, right? We all feel stressed in different situations and we all feel relaxed in different situations. But some examples of this might include going on a nature hike or taking a bubble bath, watching a funny show or movie, going swimming, listening to calming music or playing with your pet, you know, fill in whatever two to three calming activities that you really love to do. During my pregnancies, I've always really loved doing prenatal yoga videos. I would find these completely free on YouTube. I also love taking candlelit baths. Uh, just the other, just the other day, I couldn't find my um, candles or anything, so I plugged in some Christmas lights in my bathroom to give the nice glowing effect. Um, I've also always really, really, really loved prenatal massages during my pregnancy. It really helps um, calm my muscles, calm my mind. And research does show that regular um, touch through massage, whether that's self-massage or going to a professional for like full body work, can really work wonders for calming down your nervous system. This is something I still do monthly <laughs> nowadays. Um, now as birth doula, if I know that I'm in a season of high stress with work, I still, like I said, do those monthly massages. I try and, uh, do weekly Epsom salt baths to help give my body some extra nourishment with magnesium. And I've also added in bilateral music through headphones. If you don't know about this and you're like, bilateral what? <laughs> like, bilateral music is music that you listen with headphones in. So you have to have earbuds or headphones on. And the music alternates playing um, in different sides of your head. So <laughs> different ears. Yeah, that's it. Um, I learned about this uh, technique from Krista Dancy. She is a very well-known birth trauma therapist for both birth professionals and families. And she talks about the importance in many of her trainings about bilateral movement, like swimming or walking, and bilateral brain processing, like bilateral music or playing puzzles or even Tetris games. Those things help our brains process stressful and difficult experiences so they don't actually become full-blown trauma or PTSD-type episodes and experiences. So definitely check that out. I will put more about bilateral music and bilateral movement in the show notes because the research is awesome and bilateral music is really cool. The videos that I really like to listen to, I just find them free on YouTube. I put in my earbuds, type in bilateral music, and go. Uh, number three. So number three, self-care tip. 
prioritize your relationships with your family or friends as much as possible. Even though you're busy with all of these appointments, even at the end of pregnancy when you're preparing for, you know, nesting and getting your home ready for a baby, it's still so important. You need support during this trying season, and that support is so valuable. It's essential to have a village supporting you during a high-risk pregnancy and people that you truly feel free to share your emotions and thoughts with. If you feel like, I don't know if I have this in real life, please consider finding an online community on Facebook or Instagram. If you type in like high-risk pregnancy support group or hash, you know, search the hashtag high-risk pregnancy on Instagram, there's a lot of wonderful communities that you can find. But I definitely hope that you can find this uh, in real life through your friends, family, or even your church community. Number four. Prioritize sleep as much as you can. <laughs> I know from experience that it does become difficult at the end of pregnancy, right? When you're getting up multiple times a night to go pee and you're kind of tossing and turning and trying to get your pregnancy pillow to like fit just right. But do whatever you can to get as much quality sleep as you can, right? This means going to bed earlier making your bed as comfortable as possible by getting that pregnancy pillow if you don't already have one. I don't think I got one, y'all, till my uh, third pregnancy. And when I got it, I was like, okay, I get it. I understand why everyone is obsessed with these things. But um, it could also mean for you getting a comfortable pair of pajamas <laughs> that help you feel better sleeping or, you know, sleeping naked if that's your thing. If you're like, pajamas is annoying and it's just going to keep me up at night or get unbuttoned or whatever, sleep naked. Nobody cares, right? And your husband or partner may even really like that. <laughs> um, if also, you know, it means trying to go to bed, you know, comfortable and calm and relaxed as much as possible. So you could use some of those earlier techniques we talked about, like, things that will calm and help regulate your nervous system before bed so that you can get better quality of sleep. And this is just so important. And again, I never want to like guilt trip anyone or anything, but the research does show over and over again how protective good quality sleep is for both pregnant and non-pregnant women. It's, it's so important. All right, number five. You could probably guess that I would say this, but get educated. <laughs> Education and preparation is a form of self-care during a high-risk pregnancy. One of the worst things that you could do is kind of stick your head in the sand and wish away all the issues and or just think, I'm not going to deal with any of this. I'll just deal with it on the birthday, right? That honestly might feel good in the moment, but the reality is it can lead to a lot of extra stress and a lot of extra trauma during both your pregnancy and birth. You know, you have no idea what's going to go on during your pregnancy and your birth and education in advance is one of the best things you can do to care for and protect yourself. Um, if you would like to learn more about resources, especially in preparing for birth, I sell uh, two mini courses in my online shop that are very helpful. They're very accessible. It's a 30-minute video teaching paired with a workbook. 
and I sell two courses, one called Incredible Inductions and another called Celebratory C-Sections. They are both wonderful resources to just, resources, sorry, to just get you educated and prepared for your birth. And I also do sell a gestational diabetes mini course, if that's something that comes up at your, you know, 24 to 28 week gestational diabetes test. Finally, you could also, if you're looking for more personalized education and support with me, I do offer one-on-one consultations for clients that, you know, would like to talk to me one-on-one. So please, whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't have to include me. I would love to support you if you would like to chat more, but please seek out that education in advance. That's what a really phenomenal way of supporting and preparing and ultimately greatly reducing your stress during a high-risk pregnancy and birth. So I hope this was helpful. Again, short and sweet. I love these episodes that are jam-packed with you know, a few good tips that you can go on and implement this week. So please try just one or two of these self-care tips this week and feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. You could send me a picture. You could send me a DM. I would love to know what you chose to implement this week and how it was helping you feel less stressed during your high-risk pregnancy. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you have an amazing week and be sure to like and follow me on Instagram, Lexi.Zuo, for more weekly content. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I hope this episode provided you with some education, encouragement, and empowerment for your journey ahead. Please be sure to leave a review of the podcast on Apple Spotify, or Amazon Music. This helps other high-risk pregnancy moms and interested birth workers find the show much easier. And be sure to check out LexiZuo.com for more positive high-risk pregnancy and higher intervention birth resources. I have there on my website three different mini courses and a few guides for sale. Plus, there are a lot of free resources you can find via the blog and my uh, free list of 10 questions to ask your OB or MFM after high-risk pregnancy diagnosis. If you'd like to connect more in the meantime, you can also find me on Instagram at Lexi.Zuo. And until next week, I am cheering you on, friend. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me, really. (laughs) Bye.